Six o'clock this morning, I woke up, and I normally get up, get in here, and pray before the service. So I come by myself. I usually get in here around seven o'clock, just walk around, pray in the building. Didn't do it today. Um, not that I backslid. And at six o'clock in the morning, I had a vision. As soon as I woke up, the Lord, I had a vision. I was driving through a neighborhood, and I saw a group of people sitting on a slab eating breakfast. Just a vision. It didn't, wasn't a real neighborhood. Don't, don't get excited. And I thought to myself, that is strange. That someone would buy a slab. Had a driveway. Had a mailbox. Kitchen table. Man was re- reading a newspaper. People sitting around eating breakfast. There wasn't a wall in the house. Wasn't a window. Wasn't a door. Wasn't a, wasn't, just a slab. And I thought to myself, Lord... I thought that he was just talking to me. And so him and I got to talking and he took me to the scripture and we're going to read it. And of course, then I asked him, I said, are you changing my sermon? He said, yes. And I, I said, why do you do that? He said, I don't want you to add anything to what I'm going to say. I went, oh, do I do that? And he says all the time. <laughs> if I get a chance then we always have a, a, some of God and some of Daryl. I think he was like to, to be all God and not a whole lot of Daryl. So if you, are, if you would, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and I want to start reading with verse 5. Let's read it. It says, Who then is Paul, who's Apollos, but ministers to whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one? I planted Apollos' water, and God gave the increase. So then, neither he who plants is anything, Nor he who waters, but God gives the increase. And he who plants and he who waters are one. And each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's workers. You're God's field. You are God's building according to the grace of God. Now, this is where we're going. Now, listen very carefully. According to the grace of God, which was given to me, a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation And another builds on it, but let each one take heed how he builds. All right. Now, let me, let me, let me stop here because we got to go down this road now. When he showed me this person, this family, which, which is, which is really odd, but he made a statement to me. He said, I laid the foundation. You, you don't get to choose that. For instance, uh, I'm, a, I'm a member of the Apopka Alliance. I, I will tell you that the Baptists in this town believe in Jesus. The Methodists believe in Jesus. The Episcopalians believe in Jesus. The Catholics in this town believe in Jesus. The Pentecostals believe in Jesus. And we believe. See, we all, we, we, we all understand Jesus. We all, we all believe the same foundation. But not everybody is building on it the same. God is not building the house. That may shock you. He gave you and I the foundation. So my, my, my vision this morning of people sitting, eating breakfast on a slab, there are churches, they just preach Jesus. I know Christians right now, and I'm not here to poke Adam, because I'm one of those. 
I am a strong proponent of who you are in Christ. But that's foundation. There's more in the Bible than what Jesus did. There's a lot more in your Bible than what Jesus did. So, so I'm going to read the rest of this, and I want you to catch a picture here because God's got a message for us. No other foundation can anyone lay that which is laid, Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this, who's anyone talking? He's talking to you. Anyone builds on the foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, or straw. Now, you understand in the time that Paul's writing this, they didn't have track houses. They had wooden houses, they had mud houses, and they had mansions, you know, palaces made out of rock and the kings lived in. So you understand there's a lot of different dwelling places that people have lived in over the years. As a matter of fact, for, a sea, for years, what we call the dark ages, when someone had a fire in their house, they usually burned the city down. Because everybody, you know, just connected to one another and a fire spray, boom, the whole city. Except people who lived in the palaces, it got to the wall and just stopped right there and nothing happened. So, so he's making an analogy that there are different kind of houses and people live in different types of homes. You and I, every one of us in this room, we live where we like. You do, I do. We've chosen Florida. I said this in the first service. It, it, this, bears, this bears repeating. The only reason some of y'all are here is you got tired of shoveling snow. You walked out one day and you went, I am never cleaning the ice off my window again. I'm never digging my car out again. We're going to Florida. Now, after you've been here a while, you get this bright idea. We liked a little. So let's go to North Carolina. And they kind of don't, they don't go all the way back to New York or New Jersey, New Jersey, but they go about halfway. So they get a little snow, a little, little touch, and then they get a little, they get to play in it a little bit, but they don't want it. They don't want it all the time. And that's basically is what the, the thing that drives where people live. So we all live in Florida for a reason, but it's a choice we made. We have a reason. Now in my neighborhood that I live in, I live in a neighborhood where there are no track homes. I grew up in a neighborhood where they didn't have track homes. I lived in a brick home and next door to me was a brick duplex and next door to them was a wooden house. And that was common in that day because contractors came in and said, what do you want? And, and whatever you wanted, that's what Mrs. Bowden, who had apple trees and I would steal her apples. You know, it's funny how you remember people's names when you, she lived in a wooden house and the mills lived across the woods in a wooden house and the Nunleys lived in a brick house like we did. But you know, you just, I grew up in a neighborhood where all the houses were different, but, but in life, people's lot, houses are, are very, very different. But, it, but God is not doing that. You are. You build what you want to. You want a wooden house, build a wooden house. You want a brick house, build a, you want a mansion, you build a mansion. Now he makes a statement here. Now listen to this. Now we're talking spiritual things. Now, anyone builds on the foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, we would say, we would say brick, stucco, um, two-story house, one-story house, precious stone, wood, hay, or straw. Each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it'll be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work. 
not, not word, work, of what sort it is. If anyone's work he builds on it endures, he will receive a reward. Talking about you. If anyone's work is burned, he'll suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as by fire. So what he's saying here is that every one of us in this room right here, we've all, and, and I say all, there might be one or two, but, there, but most of the people that are sitting here are born again Christians. You've, now what I'm reading to you is that how, what you live in doesn't determine whether you go to heaven or hell. You're, you, every, every, we're all going to heaven. Thank you, Jesus. But the house you live in it's totally up to you. Think about what I just said. And let, let me go back in my mind a minute. Where's Rosa? Is she here? Rosa will remember this. We walked up the hill in Honduras. And we walked into a, a woman's house. And I'm sure she had a husband. He was out working in the field. I think Crystal remembers this. They had no door and no window and a dirt floor. They had a baby. And was the baby an invalid was in a stroller, and the kitchen was outside on the front porch, and it was a pit. I, and it, I broke my heart because I'm looking at the baby, and the baby's got flies in its nose, and I'm going, oh, God, help me, Jesus. This, just, this is not good. And, I, and the baby's in a stroller, and it can't walk. And so we got together and gave the mom money to buy a whole lot better stroller for this kid. And that was all I could do at that time. But now, now hold on a minute, but I'm going to say something here and I don't want you to throw anything at me. She has no house and she has no floor. My job is to give her Jesus, not to build her a house. If you give a heathen, see right now in America, this nation has rejected the foundation and they want you to build them a house. That's called socialism. That's from hell. Don't get, in, don't get in that mess. Don't you go down that road. You don't owe a man who said no to Jesus a life. The reason he has a dirt floor is because he chose a dirt floor. Now, I'm not making fun of the lady in Honduras, but Rosa's been doing her job and preaching Jesus. If they will receive Jesus... And get born again, God will take care of their house. You're not God. There's a God and you're not him. Now, do we want to help? We'll help all we can. But our primary job is to go preach the foundation. But in America, we're not supposed to be preaching the foundation every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. I'm going to get, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Every Sunday, 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 every There should be a little more to you than sitting on a slab at a table reading a newspaper. That's, that is a weird, that's weird. You buy a slab, it's weird. That all you have after 25 years of being saved is, is a slab. So me, now I'm talking me now, I'm not talking you. Lisa and I are doing an addition on our house, thank you Jesus, because we love the lake and we love the location, so we had to buy a migrant worker home. Well, I'm not a migrant worker, and I don't want a two-bedroom, itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, I don't want to bump in the, I ain't living in no tiny house either. 
And the young kids can do that for a while, but that's your business. And I'm going to say this right now. What you live in, I really don't care. I'll say it again in, in Greek. I don't care. You can bump into your wife in the kitchen if you want to. I don't want to bump into mine in the kitchen. So we did an addition to the house. And, and the addition has Lisa's personality, 10-foot ceilings, uh, eight-foot doors in it. She put solar lights in. I ain't never seen these things before. But right in our living room, we've got regular lights, and we've got this huge solar light in our living room. She just called the guy up and had him come out and put one in. Man, you're talking about lights up the whole living room, and it's free. I ain't paying it. I like that. And she put one in her closet, which was dark, and it's got a light in it all the time. And then it has a little itty-bitty thing in it that takes all of the sunlight and converts it to electricity, and it makes a nightlight in the ceiling at night. Well, that's Lisa's personality. You may not have one. We don't care. So let me ask you this. Uh, does anyone agree with me that you should have walls and a door? Is that all right? I mean, everybody, we're all on the same page. What about screens on your window? Does anybody think that we should have screens on our window? I mean, you can have, listen to me, you can have mosquitoes if you want them. I, I don't, it doesn't bother me a bit. If you want to sit in the living room at night, that's your business. All right, let's talk about another thing. If you like dogs in your house. Now, I know this is, I'm gonna, I know, I know I'm going to cause trouble, but it's okay. I, I did not tell you, you can't have a dog. But if you invite me over, I will not fight your dog for the couch. So don't tell me that he thinks he owns it. You are an adult. It's your dog. Put him up because I don't want him in my lap talking to you. Do you understand that? But it's your dog. You, do, you, have, all the, you have all the cats. And you can let them sleep in the bed with you. They don't, I had dogs and they stayed in the yard. Now that's me. That's my business. That's, that's me. That don't, don't get mad at it. Don't throw anything. We had a cat. It came in once. Once. I boot kicked it to the pasture. Never came to cross the threshold again. Longest day it lived. It looked at me and went, meow. I don't, listen, that now, now again, now, if you're a Christian and you love animals, but now I'm not, I'm not, we're not talking about animals. We're talking, if you want the devil on your couch, that is none of my business. If see, it's your house. If you don't want to learn about the authority of the believer, I don't care if you sleep with Satan. So, see, you're the one that's invited cancer in. You're the one that invited strife. You're, you are the one that's inviting this mess. Put, if, you don't want, if you don't want devils, put screens on the windows. 
put a door and lock it and get a security system. There's no reason for you to have the neighbors or their dog in your living room. Do y'all, are y'all out there? Do you go home? I don't have that stuff in my house. I don't have it in my house spiritually either. I don't have Satan sleeping on my couch. I don't have sickness and disease. I decided that. God does not, God, God doesn't is not building your house. You are. Come on, y'all, help me out a little bit. I got a little bit of a little help here. Lisa just put a security system in the house, and I came home the other day and forgot to turn it off. It started hollering at me when I came in the door, and I went over there, and I went, I think I know the do 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 And I knew the code. It's the code she always uses, and I'm not going to tell you all. <laughs> and, the, and the alarm went off, and I have these little eyes looking around. But they're not to stop me. They're so that when we leave, we can see whether you've come to visit without permission. <laughs> but I chose that. Spiritually... Listen to me. If you don't believe in tongues, I don't care. That is, if you don't want Wi-Fi or a phone in your house, I don't care. If you don't want to learn how to pray, I don't care. Neither does God. It should hurt. I mean, we got whole we got whole congregations that all they have is a slab, and that's we're on our way to heaven. Yeah, it's going to rain. It is going to rain, and you're going to get wet, and then you're going to blame God that you're wet. I don't know why the Lord, and I'm going to drive by and go, dummy. <laughs> now, 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 he made a statement here. He, he talked about gold. Now, there are some people. Who, who not only want walls and windows, they like nice stuff. I'm one of them. I have marble countertop. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to have them if you don't want them. You might want Formica. You know, there's cabinets that are $89.95. And there are some that are $8,995. But that's none of, hush. So I'm on Facebook the other day and this guy's talking about those prosperity people. Yes. Thank you. But God put that here. I I don't care if you have Formica. And I don't care if you have an old stove with the little eyes on it or, and I don't care if you have shag carpet. That's, that's, that's your business. But don't come in my house and ask me, why do you have have marble? Well, I like marble. And while I'm at it, there's a scripture that says a man don't work, don't eat. So, So even though I have Jesus, I planned this. See, I planned we drew up the house. We, God did not give me a house plan. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, I'm going to go someplace. We go to the book of Genesis. I'm going to go someplace. Are y'all okay? Because I got some of y'all are looking at me like, I wish that we'd never come in this church. <laughs> I'm not condemning you. 
I, I'm just telling you, it, it's, yeah, I, it doesn't matter to me what you do, and it doesn't matter to God what you do. It doesn't, ma- God, it doesn't matter to God what you do. You can live anything you want to live in. As nice or as junky as you want. Don't, he don't, you can sleep with the flies, he don't care. Any nation on this earth that wants a better life, all they got to do is receive Jesus. Pick up a Bible and God will jump in there and help them, just like he did America. Didn't he? Is that right? If if you're a teenager and you don't know how to read and write by now, that's a choice you made. You're ignorant on purpose. But I'm going to tell you young people this. You put Jesus first or your life is hell. It will be. You're getting married. Most of you get divorced because you're building on sand. You're building it wrong. Now, God's not running. God's not building it. Now, let's go to the Genesis because I'm going to show you something. I'm getting ahead of myself. Is this okay? I hope it is because I, 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 my sermon, my sermon is still in the office and you would have liked it. It'd been good. Genesis chapter one, 26. Let's read this. And God said, let's make man in our image according to our likeness and let them man and woman have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing. He gave you what? dominion. And God created man in his own image and image. He created him male and female created him. Not, not Adam and, and Steve, Adam and Eve. And God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. All right. Now let's go to Genesis two, eight. You don't have to go very far. And the Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden. There he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground, the Lord made every tree to grow that's pleasant to the sight and good to the food. And the tree of the garden is in the midst of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one that skirts the whole land of Havilah where there's gold. And the gold of that land is good. And the onyx stone is there. Why did he say that? Because he was married. All right, I'm going to say something now, and I want you to think about this. God planted a garden, put Adam and Eve in there, and they were butt naked. He did not plan on Adam and Eve being naked forever. That's why he put cotton and silk. There's no house. There's no grocery store. Everything Adam need was there. The bronze was there. The copper was there. The diamonds for Eve was there. The, he, he, he even said, Adam, there's one thing. I'm going to tell you right now because I gave you a wife where the gold is. Because <laughs> the first thing she's going to want next to clothes and shoes is a ring and, and jewelry. But, he, but, there, but God never made any of those things. Did he? And he's not making them now. He expected Adam and Eve to start to, to, to get the cotton and the silk and make clothing and then make kids so that when the kids come along, they're not naked. When your husband, why? Well, it don't matter. He just, there's only two of them. Y'all have this idea that somehow or another, God kind of like, oops. And then the kids are going to run around there. It's going to be a big nudist colony. No, it wasn't supposed to be. 
He never made any clothing. He never built him a house. But, but he left the lumber there, the mud for brick. Everything that Adam needed was there. So you. Jesus, God came and laid a foundation for you. And then he walked, he left. What you do now is you. What kind of life do you want? God's not running it. The house idea is symbolic. Whether you have walls and whether you spiritually have walls is you. Whether you have windows is you. Whether you have screens is you. Whether you have a security system is you. Whether you have good food, that's you. That's not God. So a lot of times we're running around praying that God will get rid of the mosquitoes and he really expected you to put walls up and screen doors and a window and and put the dog out. Fred Flintstone needed screens when I had problems with that cat. If you don't understand that, it's because of your age. Like, what did he say? We need someone to interpret that to the young people. What? Am I doing okay? All right. So Adam and Eve, he says, now he says right here, he says, and the Lord took him and put him in the garden and said, tend it and keep it. It was up to Adam and Eve. Now God brought us back and relayed the foundation and gave you Jesus. And Paul said, watch how you build. If you don't want a prayer life, No one cares. It's you that doesn't have a prayer life. You see, now let me come back. If you don't want internet and a phone, you don't have to have one. You can do smoke signals if you like. When you go to Home Depot, they always say, what's your phone number? And I go, three puffs and a long. I'm not giving you my phone number anymore. Are y'all serious? You're blowing my phone up. You go in and you, and I wasn't ignorant enough to give it to two people. You know, and it says unsubscribe. You know what that means? It don't mean a thing. They hadn't gone away yet. Okay, never mind. Do y'all see what he's saying? We're not talking about your salvation. We're not even talking about the fact that, see, everybody wants to major in him, in him, in him, and and that's good. That's valid. There's more in your Bible than in him. There's a lot more to your life than what Jesus did. After that, you and I are supposed to be reading this thing and going, you know, Lisa and I drew up prints and plans. Well, that's a lie. She drew up prints and plans. And then she gave me the hammer and said, here's your print. Amen. So, but anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to moving in it with her. Never mind. Because our house was way too tiny and she wanted to add to it. And our bedroom will overlook the lake now. And the, the living room is twice the size it was. So when we have family members over, we're not sitting in the bathroom. Kids are sitting on the toilet eating dinner, you know, because there's no room in the house. Matthew chapter 7. Let's go over to Matthew 7. 
turn to your neighbor and say, uh, he's talking to you and you're being very quiet right now. Y'all, I got to tell you, I got more response out of the first service than you and it wasn't half as many people in here. So y'all need to lighten up a little bit. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I'm going to liken to a man who built his house on a rock. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on a rock. Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the wind blew on the house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Three quarters of the people in the United States of America are not saved. They're building their house on the sand, and they want you to be responsible for their house. That's called socialism, which is communism. You don't want it. Listen, it is not your fault they're evil and wicked and immoral and their lives are falling apart and they want to blame you for it. It is not your fault that they built on the sand. You build on the sand, the wind will come, the rain will come, the storm will come. If, now let me, I'm going to get real strong here with you. If you don't like your life, it's you. You could draw near to God if you wanted to. He said, you draw near me, I will draw near you. You build on the fountain. If you haven't built your life on Jesus, you didn't build. It is not your neighbor's fault they're in the house and you're outside in the rain. It's your fault you're in the rain. And you don't need the government to take it from somebody who worked and give it to you. I know this is not popular, and I know that I'm politically incorrect, but I'm Bibly right, and you guys need to get off this mess. The world has rejected Jesus, and America has rejected Jesus, and they will tell you, we don't want him. Well, now, now, now let me talk to you people about Second Amendment people now. The gun toters. I, I towed a gun. I wear a gun. I shoot guns. But we did not win this nation with guns. It was God, guts, and guns. Not guns, guts, and God. So when you go to the gun range, if all of the men down there are screaming, they're taking our guns, ask them, are they in church? Because I got a picture in my office of, of George Washington praying in the snow. It was their godliness that won this nation. And they, God used guns and he used all kinds of means. But you're going to come back and put him first or you're going to lose your rights. Now I'm not anti-gun. I, I'm, I'm very pro-Second Amendment. But when I went to IDPA, International Defensive Pistol Association, I had to walk up and ask them, why are we having a moment of silence? Where's your guts? I said, do you mind if I pray? 80 men out there, only one of them walked up and said, do you, is there a rule against talking to God? And they went, well, well, no. I went, well, may I? Well, yeah. And I, made, I told all the men, bow your heads, let's pray. 
And I prayed and they all said, amen. And then we went and shot our guns. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. See, it's time for you and I to open our mouth. We got to start talking about this stuff again. Now, you young people, listen to me. I love you. I love you to pieces. If you're not building on Jesus, your life is headed to raw hell. You're going to get married and you will get a divorce. I don't care because you're going to marry an idiot and she's an idiot and you're an idiot and idiots don't live long together. If Jesus is not number one, you're, you're going to build your life and it's, it, it's going to crash. Yes. It's going to rain one day and you're going to get wet and the mosquitoes are coming out and you're going to get bit. You got to start thinking a little bit about what am I doing with my life? Are you building on the word of God? Have you taken the word of God and are you building your life using the word of God? Right. A little more to this than just Jesus. You need to learn how to pray. Before you go to college, you need, it's a thousand times more important to learn to pray than to get an education. Did you hear me? Amen. If they don't know how to pray in the Holy Ghost, don't you send them off to hell school. Come on. Amen. And let me tell you, it's a sex party. You want to send your kids in there? You have that. It's your kids. Pray for my kid. No, you raised them, numb nut. Well, they didn't want to read the Bible. I never asked mine. And I never asked them what they wanted to eat. They had no opinion until they were 18. And now I don't bother them. When they get 18, mommy, leave them alone. Get out of their life. Telling them what to do now. You had 18 years. Justin came to our house one day and said, I said, do you want to use the other room? He goes, nope. And I said, bye, man. He's a man. He's, he, he might be a young man, but he's a man. He, he, well, he'll mess up. Sure, he'll mess up. But we taught him the word. He'll be fine. We taught him how to pray. We taught him the Bible. We taught him how to walk with God. Now get out of my house. Want a checkbook? Get your own. Want some money? Go get your own. Want a car? Get your own. <laughs> Sometimes when I take him out to eat, I make him buy me lunch. I said, you buy my lunch today. I said, you a man, buy my lunch. And he does too. He's a good, he's a good guy. Are y'all out there or did you go home? Okay, I know. Everybody say hallelujah anyway. Hallelujah. Woo, that was good, God. Luke 8. Go to Luke 8. This is getting stronger than the first service, Lisa. I don't know what happened. Luke 8, 11. The parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those on the wayside are the ones who hear. The devil came and took the word out of their heart, never even got born again. The ones on the rock are those who heard the word of God, receive it, and they have no root and believe for a while, but a time of temptation fall away. Now, the ones that fell among thorns are those that hear the word, and they're choked with cares, riches, and pleasure. Not a sin in it. No sin in there anywhere. Now, listen to what I'm going to say. 
Your job was never intended to be God. Don't make it God. I had the Lord say to me one day, I want you to go in your room and spend time with me and not get a sermon. Did you know that it's noble to spend all day in the Bible for you? But did you know I got corrected by the Lord on that? He said, you were a Christian before you were a pastor. When you go in there this time, don't get a pad out. Fellowship with me. I want a relationship with you. I said, yes, sir. Got my Bible out, prayed, sang, got some Janie music out and sang some Janie song. At least it's funny because I, I can't, I know I don't sing good. So when I'm in there with my headphones on singing, Lisa very sweetly closes my door. I hear Because I know what I'm sounding like, you know. God likes it, though. And I know I'm cracking and spitting and popping like an old Model T Ford, but, but you know, I'm just getting, you know, spending time alone with God, you know. I just want to spend time with him. So he, says, he said this to me. He said, with, with many of you, you're, you're building your business. You're, build, you're, you're, not building, you're not building a relationship with God. Most Christians do not have a fellowship with God. And you have a relationship based on Jesus, but you don't have a fellowship with God. And that's why you don't have faith. It's okay for it to go quiet for a little bit. It's okay. But see, we've majored on the foundation. The other day, Bruce is not here right now, but I invited myself to his house. I did. I really did. Lisa will tell you I did. And uh, I told him what I wanted him to cook for me. And, I, and he called me up and said, come on over. And so I told Lisa, so we're going to Bruce's. She said, did he invite you? I said, no. But he bought him a new home. It is a big deal for someone like Bruce to buy a house. And he was so proud of his house. His mom came and came in. It just, hey, hey, that's cool. But I got to tell y'all, in case y'all want to know, there is nothing in the living room. There's a couple of items. But he's got a pit group in the, in, he's got one room and he's got stuff. But he's a guy and he's working on it. He's got, he's got plates and, and, and silverware and, and pots and pans. And so he entertained us. He's got it. And it looked really nice. And I like it. It's a little bigger than him now. But he's planning his future. I won't say any more than that. And in the way he's planning, he's going to need a house. But I'm proud of the fact that he has one and he's beginning. And I think it's cool when people buy a house. You should invite people over and we bring stuff for the walls. Lisa went in the living room with him and told him, well, she suggested this would look good here and this would good. And I said, Bruce, I said, just listen to her because she's really smart. I don't know how she makes all those colors work, but they... I just, when she says this is, I don't understand how God put all the different colors in a woman's head. But she's like, that's not, that's, that's gray green. That's gray green? 
It looks like gray to me. No, it's got a hint. It's, it's a little bit of green with a little bit of blue. And, it's, and, and she goes, that's what I want. And this one over here is gray, gray. And this is gray, green. I want gray, green. And I'm going, Whatever. it just looks the same to me. And so I've learned when, when God puts it in the woman, just leave her alone. All the women said, amen. Just leave it alone. And how she gets all those colors to work. And, and I'm thinking, that don't. Those colors don't work. And I go in there and I go, it is working pretty good. And, and she did the solar lights. That's cool. I walked in the, 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 the new edition last night and there's a light in there. And I'm going, maybe if I want that thing to turn off. Well, she thought of that too. They got a little button in there. I went, well, that's cool. It didn't cost me anything for that light. God did all that light. Oh, it cost us. <laughs> you shall know the truth and the truth will make you mad. It cost us. Okay. She's got one in the closet too where it's dark in there and you walk in the closet and the whole closet and the sun's lighting it up even at night. It, it, it pulls the light in the day and fills that solar tube and then drops and you walk in the closet at night and things look, that's all that's cool. I'm bragging on her because the first service I threw her under the bus, she came out and said, there's tire tracks all over. So I thought I better do this if I want to eat today. (laughs) But she's fixing our house up. Listen, your, your life is your life. If it's raining, it, it's you. Don't, if you don't like rain, put a roof on your house. All the materials are here. Everything you need is to have a good life is here. If you don't believe in speaking in tongues, it's none of my business. It's, it's your fault that you don't get your prayers answered. Did, did you hear what I just said? If you're ignorant, it, you chose that. God didn't choose that. You don't want Wi-Fi? You don't have to have Wi-Fi. If you don't want a phone, you don't have to have a phone. You can do smoke signals. You can do anything you want to do. You can cook outside on the grill. We don't care. Now, I like AC. I like going, do-do-do-do-do, and make it what I want it to be inside. I don't want it to be what's outside. But do y'all understand that no one's making you do these? Now, spiritually speaking, it's the same. God said, take heed how you build. It's your, it's your building. Thanks, thank God we're going to heaven. That's not an issue. All right. Um, so he says here, the ones that fell on thorns are those who heard the word and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures. That's your choice. You can play all the time. God ain't going to stop you. I was busy. Okay. The kids had events. It's okay. Stupid. Are y'all out there? Did you go home? Do you understand what I'm saying? We're running around trying to figure out why God, why it's raining on us 
and why the mosquitoes and why is there a dog in the house? Why do you have devils on your couch? I don't have devils on my couch. I have a lock. The Bible says resist the devil. He'll flee. You have the name. Well, I don't know anything about the name. Well, that's your fault. You know how many people I will suggest something and they will say, where's that scripture? I want to go find it yourself. I'm getting, it's getting, I'm, I'm, Jesus loves you and I do too. When I was a boy growing up, I asked the teacher how to spell something and she said, Daryl, there's a dictionary right there. Pastor, I don't feel good. There's a Bible right there. Ow. When hurricanes happen, I'm sleeping. I have a generator. Well, you have money. Right. Why don't you? You went to school, didn't you? Did you study? Did you get a diploma? Get a job. Well, they keep firing me. We'll get an attitude. A good one. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make this plain. Well, I got fired. I got I me. Mean, my last boss made me mad. My, all of my bosses made me mad. I'm going to tell you something right now. When you get married, your wife will make you mad. You just can't keep swapping wives. <laughs> and the man next door who's sweet to you? Nah, not when the door's closed, honey. He's meaner than the one you got. That's why she don't want him. <laughs> I smell coffee. Maybe we should wake up and smell it. Let's talk about healing for a minute. Y'all want to, can we go there? Yes. About uh, many years ago, I woke up one morning and, and I was praying about something and the Lord said these words to me. He said, don't break your fast. See, go to first John. I, I, I want to do something with you. There is more to Christianity than you just having a bunch of scriptures. You also have a, a father and you need to hear what he has to say. Amen. So I'm praying for healing. I'm standing on the word, 1 Peter 2, 24. By his stripes I'm healed. Matthew 8, 17. Isaiah 53. I'm doing all the stuff that Mark Hankins said. And Brother Hagin and Andrew Walmack. And sometimes it don't work. You might want to go to God and say, um. so he said to me, he said, don't break your fast. Well, I didn't pay a lot of attention to him because that I like to eat. So it wasn't long ago, the Lord spoke to me again. I'm in the room and I'm praying about something. And he said, do you remember the time I told you not to break your fast? And he said, you, you need to learn to fast. You, you, you are stuffing food in your body 
And it's, it hasn't rested in 65 years. Now, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking about me. And so two weeks ago, I stopped, I started eating uh, breakfast at noon and dinner at six and 18 hours I'm not eating. I feel awesome. Now that's just me, but it's not God's body. It's mine. He told me I'm a temple, not a cathedral. And I didn't want to carry 35 extra pounds around Jerusalem. But he'll let me if I want to. Are y'all out there? Come on, help me. You're, you, can, you, you, can, you can get as fat as you want to get. You need all the pie you want, all the cake you want. Eat, eat anything you want to stuff in your mouth. And God ain't going to stop you. But I'll tell you what, boy, I, I started doing this and the first three days were brutal. You know, a little bit tough. I'm waking up at 10 o'clock. I'm going, oh, come on, lunch time. <laughs> and then after my body acclimated to it a bit and, and uh, it's like, I'm, I don't even want anything to eat till about noon. And then I'm not eating so much and, I, and all the cravings for junk went away. I have, just the cravings just went away. And I'm like, Lisa told me the other night, she goes, honey, you don't even snore anymore. I sleep in like a rock. Now, now I said all that to condemn you. No, I didn't really. I didn't really do that. I, didn't. I, I did that because it's not his body. It's mine. If I want, are y'all getting this? If, if I'm either going to, I'm either going to, now, where did you learn? I had to learn it. I had to go. I prayed. He gave me some ideas. And then I went and studied. I called Marilyn Zagorski and asked her what she thought because she's way smarter than I am. And she gave me the green light like, yay, baby, you do this. And so, um, so I did. And so um, the only day I break the fast is 1030 Sunday because I do eat my eggs before I come out here because I don't want to pass out right in the middle of Right in the middle of the So Sunday's my early break the fast day. But I didn't, I said all that because of me. I, I don't want to be sick at 70 and 80. I don't want to walk around going, oh, 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 it's just, you know, I'm believing God. I found out all kind of stuff. Well, it's out there for you to know. But rather than watch TV, which I could do, God don't care, I go and get on my pad out and do a little research and go, oh, I'll learn about that. I learned about potassium, how much you need and why. Good Lord, have I gone on a potassium eating spree like crazy. But you talk about fixing my health. Wow. I, are y'all out there? I'm saying all that to tell you. You can know all this. You can do it if you want to do it. It's not always line up. We'll line you up and lay hands on. But when you leave, go home and do something with your, with your, with your eating and your. Now, I went to the Lord and I said, I don't really want to go on another diet. 
I don't. And I, I really, I just got honest with him. I got brutal. I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, and I need help. And you said you'd help me. And I just sat there and prayed in the Holy Ghost. And then he said to me, remember what I told you about fasting, learn to fast. I went, that actually is in the Bible. <laughs> now I'll bet this is God. Go to 1 John. I'm going to show you something. I'm running out of time. We're going to get the people up here in a minute and pray that are going to Israel. Is this helping you? It is. It is. You may not like it, but it's helping you. You may not have said amen, but it's helping you. And I'm using my faith. This is helping you. And if you don't like it, Kevin McNulty will be here next Sunday morning while we're in Israel. And it's his birthday. Next Sunday is his birthday. Y'all make a big deal out of it. All right, now look at this. Look at this, First John, and we'll close. We'll, and I'll begin the first of 27 closings. First John chapter, let's, let's start with verse 3. Uh, and that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you may have fellowship with us. This is not talking about relationship. There's nothing in First John about relationship with God. It's not talking to a sinner. Because he tells you in two, these things, little children, we have an advocate with the Father, the righteous. He's talking to Christians here. And relationship, see, all of y'all have a relationship with God. But three quarters of you don't have a drop of fellowship with him. You're just sitting on a slab. And you're going to heaven. You're good. We love you. You're good. You just... Not too smart. And there's your problem. Now let's read this. I'm going to show you this. Let's go. That which we have seen, our fellowship is with the truth. The fellowship is with the Father and His Son, Jesus. And these things we write that your joy will be full. Fellowship is where faith comes from. Spending time with God. Getting off alone, getting with God. That's a choice you make. You've got to decide to do this. I decided that my, I'm going to build my house. The gates of hell won't stand against it. Hurricane, I will sleep. I don't have devils in my house. I don't have mosquitoes in my house. I don't have devils sleeping on the couch. I don't have dogs in the house. I don't have cats. I don't have the neighbor's children. If they come over, I make them mind. It's my life. It's true. It's true. Whose life is it? It's yours. God ain't building it. That's true. God is not building your life. God is not running your life. You are. You kids want a good marriage? Put Jesus first or forget it. It will not work. You understand me? You say, well, I don't have time to read. You're a liar. Yep, yep. You read everything in the world except the, the Bible. Yep. You learn. You, you teach, teach yourself how to read. Amen. Are you all out there? Yep. Uh, see, I don't, I, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to get all hard because you know what? I sit back and watch young people do stuff and I go home to Lisa and go, <laughs> that won't work. I don't say anything to them anymore. They don't listen. Didn't listen to mommy. They ain't going to listen to preacher. I go, <laughs> that won't be any good. A year later and I go, <laughs> I could have told him. 
When I was 22 years of age, I got a Bible out. And when I had enough of this hell, I didn't understand a thing in it. And I started reading it. And I got books. And I started reading and studying. I build walls. I put windows in. I put a roof on it. I put an AC in it. I put a heater in it. And then I put granite in it. And then I put nice faucets and a nice refrigerator and a modern stove. And Lisa painted it. <laughs> then I got me a good wife and said, now fix it up. How y'all doing? Y'all ready to pray? Yes. And right after I pray for all of us, I want to the ones of you to go into Israel. Come up here. We're going to pray. I know why the Lord told me to do this. He changed my sermon. We, we're living in a world right now where we're just kind of like sitting around waiting on something good to show up. It's not going to. You're, you, if your ship hadn't come in, swim out to it. Make up your mind right now what your year is going to look like. Father God, I thank you. I have taken the message you gave me. And I've preached it to the absolute best of my ability. And I pray it's beneficial. I pray that people walked out of here today and went, I think I see this. We've got whole denominations out there who've never done anything except Jesus and that's it. And they have no idea why they have all the problems they do. But they, cho they chose that. We have people in this room right now. They, they've heard the word of God. They haven't done what they knew, knew to do. But I pray that would begin to change today. And they would realize that, the, that this, this, this building is, is in their hands. And I pray right now that every one of them would hear it and walk out and start making plans just like a house of the way their life will be and how to get where they want to go. And a year from now, they'll look back and say, Pastor, I did it. I drew up the plans. I drew up the plans for my marriage. I drew up the plans for my children. I drew up the plans for my health. And we are there. We built it. We did this with the help of God, but we did this. And I give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. say this, I will build on the foundation. I'm responsible for the house. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big give now button or you can text 407-955-5345 and remember our pastor's vision is this we grow christians so we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time